Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm recording this podcast on a bright, sunny spring day. I don't know, but it's going to be already like 81 or 82 today. I am somebody, we live in Iowa, and so we get four seasons, which is great. But sometimes I feel my favorite season is fall. Next would pro- would be spring. Um, I just like the milder, milder, can we just make that a word right now, um, temps. And so... Um, it makes me so mad when we go straight from winter to summer, like we skip spring, like 80s, we're starting to get a little too hot. 70s, we're good. 60s, we're great. Um, And same thing for in the fall. It's when we go straight from summer to winter. I swear, Iowa, sometimes it's just like that. And it's like, oh my gosh, I just want that in between season. Um, But we did have a very mild winter, so I cannot complain. But there's just something about nicer weather and the sunshine on most days that just makes you in a better mood. Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay, that was just totally a side note, but today I wanted to talk about something that um, is is something I get asked about, it's something I coach about, um, and it's something that I had no idea was even possible when I started the whole My Creative Days journey. And so um, I thought it would be... Uh, something something fun to talk about today because it's something that has changed my business and <clears throat> excuse me it's something that like I said I didn't know that it could happen and then when it started happening I'm like wait what like there is just I had no idea <laughs> this could happen and so I'm going to talk about um tips for partnering with brands as a furniture flipper um so if you're not a furniture flipper, you can use these tips um, no matter what um, quote unquote industry or niche you're in. Um, but if you can hear Hilly barking in the background, I am sorry. Landon is upstairs with her. Told him I was recording, but um, anyway. <laughs> so there are certain things that I wish I would have known as I first started out where <clears throat> when I first started out, I started out with a blog. Um, I didn't want social media. I still don't have a social media account that I use personally. I only use social media for business. And so um, when I first started out, I just started sharing um, projects that Matt and I were doing on a blog where my friends and family could kind of keep up with what we were doing. And then it kind of snowballed from there. And then I started learning more and more. And then um, like what you can get paid and you can make money with your favorite brands, you know, it was just, it, it, it just, it's just an amazing part of this journey. And it's something that I love coaching furniture flippers on how to do it and how to do it right, how to get the best outcome. And so it's something that I get asked about a lot. Um, people may see my content or, or, you know, wonder, I would really like to work with such and such, but how do you go about doing it? And so it is something that I teach inside my course, um, that I will leave a, uh, a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but I dive deeper into it and tell you actually like how to do it, but I'm just going to go over some tips for um, ways to partner or tips for partnering with brands here in this podcast. So 
Number one, again, something I wish I would have known (laughs) from the get-go is to establish your brand identity. Um, Here's the thing. You need to know, like, what is your identity? What is... um, And the more specific you can be and the more niched down, if you've ever heard that, um, it just means how specific you can get, right? The better. Um, Not only is it the better for partnering with brands, but it's going to be better to grow um, organically on social media, your website, YouTube, whatever it is. Um, The more that you can kind of establish your brand identity and kind of from the get-go, if I would have done that from the get-go it would have made the biggest difference. Again, I didn't know what I didn't know. I was just throwing things at the wall to see what would stick. And I wasted so much time. Um, So just think, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about this, you know, and if you already are like in the midst of posting or, um, you know, you have a website or whatever, great, that's fine. Think about things that, um, like what makes you unique? What are your values? Do you specialize in a certain type of furniture or a certain type of something? Um, Just a few questions to kind of get yourself thinking about your brand identity and like what, so because you need to have a clear understanding of what you are as a brand, what you offer, what you do that may be different from somebody else. Um, All of that needs to be established before you start reaching out to brands. Um, and so definitely even, and, and here's, here's one thing I should have started the podcast with this. You do not have to have a million followers. Um, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. Um, somebody with a million followers and no engagement and no interaction on their page is worse off than somebody that has a hundred follow followers that are totally engaged, like are always looking for your content, are always commenting on your com- content. That right there, brands like a lot better than somebody that has a million followers and nobody engages on your account. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. <clears throat> so number one, keep that in mind. Um, when I first started and then I started learning about, you know, social media, I, like I said, I didn't have a personal account. I didn't even know what, what's it mean to like, or what does hard it mean? Like I, I didn't know any of the lingo. Um, and so I thought, okay, you have to have a million followers or, you know, nothing can happen. And I was so dead wrong and wasted so much time and energy on it that I just wish I wouldn't have done that. So know that first off going on, that is not the most important thing, the number. Okay. So the next thing that is important is to build a strong online presence. So, um, you want, like I said, you want a strong online presence in the fact that not the numbers, but you want people that are, you know, coming to your account, engaging on your account, um, coming to your website, looking to you for advice, for, uh, products for, you know, answers to questions they have. You want a strong online presence. Let's just be completely honest. Anybody that has any kind of business is online on social. They have social media accounts. They have a website. Businesses are online. And as a furniture flipper, you need to be online. So that doesn't mean, and when I'm coaching people that are starting their businesses or wanting to grow that their businesses, that doesn't mean you have to have every social media account and a website and a YouTube channel and a, no. <laughs> and you need to be posting to those 14 times a day on all of them. 
Not at all. You should start one thing that you want to just really, you know, give it a go with. So if that's a website, dive into that website, learning about SEO, learning about, you know, posting and like all the things that you should be doing. And then go in with all that um, before you reach out to a brand and partnering with a brand, because then you have that website that you've built up. It's a strong online presence. Um, and then you can go from there and then add one social media account, the one that you like to spend the most time on just scrolling. If that's Instagram, go all in on Instagram and nothing else. If that's Facebook, go all in on Facebook and nothing else. Really, really, you know, work on one social media platform at a time um, until you get it down, until it's like second nature and you kind of know it. Now, side note, <laughs> social media changes all the time. The algorithms are changing all the time. If you're somebody that's already posting like on Instagram, you know, you just start getting in a posting routine, right? Like, okay, I have a new post going up every day. Wait, now we want you to post reels. Now we're going to be a video content machine, you know? So they're constantly changing and it is kind of a roller coaster and something you you kind of have to ride and, and jump on and ride. But if you have that, you know, you're building your brand identity, you've got a strong online presence, your audience is going to be along for the ride with you, if that makes sense, if you're doing it right. So you definitely... <clears throat> You know, if you don't have a website yet or you don't have a social media account, um, and a website is a little bit more involved. Again, not hard. It's totally doable. So if you just want to start out on TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, that's fine. Just, those are just, those are totally fine. Um, maybe it's a portfolio showcasing your work. You just need to make sure that you have an online presence that ac accurately represents your identity that we just talked about. Um, that can kind of show your furniture flipping skills, what sets you apart, um, your tone, like the way you talk or the way you teach or the way you, um, you know, you're showcasing your your skills or your projects or whatever it is. Um, you need to have a strong online presence. Okay. Here's another good one that I think a lot of people don't think about, but um. You want to reach out to brands that align with your values. And sometimes when I say that, people are like, this is not like it has to, you know, basically here it is. You need to reach out to brands that make sense to what you're already, what is that online presence that you're building? What's your brand identity? You want to reach out to brands that fit that, right? So if you are a furniture flipper, and so it's paint, sandpaper, you know, tools, your workshop, um, you know, all those kinds of things, right? And then you want to reach out to a cat food brand, right? That doesn't align with what you're trying to do, right? And so when you start doing that, or or and or maybe brands may be reaching out to you because they're starting to see you online and things, and a cat food company reaches out and is like, will you post about this? If you start saying yes to those things, you're not going to look authentic to that audience that you've been building, right? They trust you. You're building their trust with how you're posting um, your, like I said, your tone and all those things. They are following you because they know and they trust and they like what they what the what they're seeing on your account without any brands or whatever involved. Um, so when you start throwing in something that doesn't align with that, then they're like, "Wait a minute, what? What? Oh, so she must have got paid, you know, some money to talk about a cat brand, but 
I don't, I don't care about a cat brand. That's not why I'm following her. Camp, cat food brand, whatever. That's not why I'm following her. What is going on? And then the next week, it's something about, you know, I don't even know. Let me think. Uh, weed, uh, like weed killer or something. You know, something that's just like way not in your brand. And then it just, you're going to start losing trust. Um, it's not going to be authentic. Do not do that. Do not do that. You're going to build a stronger connection with the brands that fit in with what you're doing too. Here's the thing, to be completely honest, the brands that I work with on a consistent basis, they're like, it's weird, but it's like, they're like coworkers almost to me. When you're doing this, you're working on yourself or by yourself a lot. I do have a team behind me, but I am by myself most of the time, right? And so those brands, when I have something amazing coming up or a project coming up, or I have an opportunity that is um, totally different than anything I've ever offered them before, which again (laughs) is another avenue and a way that you can make money doing this that you just don't know is possible until you you learn about it. But anyway... um, I reach out to these brands that I have a good relationship with, a good connection with. They know, oh my gosh, Lindsay's got a, you know, what? I'm just making something up here. She's got a dresser that she needs to put in a room makeover. Yes, we want to, we want to, you know, collaborate on that. Yes, I want to partner with her on that. Like, it's just, it's a good connection and and you'll make a strong connection with those brands and they'll be the ones that you can reach out to all the time or they'll be reaching out to you. They've got a new color coming out. They've got a new, I'm just saying for like a paint brand. They've got a, um, a coupon coming up or like a buy one, get one sale or whatever it is. They're going to reach out to you and say, Hey, you know, let's partner on this. Let's get you some affiliate links. That's on a side note. You should have affiliate links for all the brands that you are working with or using just on your owns. You need to be signing up for affiliate programs. Please, 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 please. You can make money just by when you're sleeping, just by that alone. So that is another important um, part of it. If that's something you would like me to dive into a little bit more, I can't remember if I've done uh, a podcast about affiliate marketing, but let me know. Um, Email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. excuse me, reach out to me um, on Instagram at my creative days. And I will definitely do that because um, I can go on a whole tangent about that. When I get passionate about something, I I can't stop talking. So I'm not going to do that here. (laughs) Okay. The next tip is to be professional and transparent. And this kind of goes with the whole aligns with your values and what you're posting. Number one, you have to, um, if you're working with brands, you have to FTC guidelines, you have to state that you are. So if it's, um, you know, it's an ad, it's a um, collaboration, it's a, you're a partner to a brand, whatever it is, um, you do need to disclose that. So you want to be completely transparent. If you're sharing an affiliate link, you need to disclose that. So you need to be completely transparent with your audience and they will appreciate that. And um, so, and that shows that you are professional and you're doing this right, right? So um, when you are be transparent with with the brand and your audience in that way and also be professional right so you usually when you're working with brands depending on which you know if you reach out to them or if they reach out to you you usually have some kind of an agreement um you know your expectations the brand's expectations um you are communicating with them effectively 
you are meeting deadlines. That's huge. I know so many people that are like, oh, I didn't meet that deadline. It's like, you've had this for a month or two months. Like you need to schedule this in. Um, you know, be honest about your capabilities and your limitations. Um, don't overpromise on, you know, something we're collaborating with a brand. You want to make sure that, you know, you can deliver what you guys have agreed on. And then again, to build that trust with the brand, build that relationship and that connection. Um, if you're, if you're overpromising and you can't, you know, meet the deadlines and, you know, you really aren't capable of using this tool, but you just said you'd do it anyway. You know, you really want to be professional and you want to be transparent. You want to be professional on both ends, right? With your audience and with the brand. You want to be transparent on both ends with the audience and with the brand. Um, you just, because it's amazing when you can get long lasting partnerships because it's not so much work, right? They're going to reach out to you whenever they have something, or you can reach out to them when you've got something or an idea. Um, and then it's a, it's a no brainer. So the last thing that I'm going to say is Krenaik. That is create and unique together. <laughs> Let's get a t-shirt made. Okay. Krenaik, um, create unique and engaging content. So they, you, brands, they, he, number one, they like to see, it's not that you have to come up with this new genius idea that's never been posted anywhere. They want you to stay in line with your, with your content and the way you're doing it, right? Because the last thing they want to do is, you know, you, let's say it's a paintbrush brand and they've got a new paintbrush coming out. They don't want, they want you to present that to your audience in an authentic, fun you know, engaging way that you normally would, no matter what you're sharing, instead of coming up with this outlandish, like it's not authentic. Again, it goes back to that. If it doesn't look authentic to your audience, they're not going to trust it, which in turn, they're not going to buy it, which is what the brands are looking for. Now, um, I say that on the side, on a side note, brands, you know, depending on what kind of collaboration they want you to do, maybe they're looking for just more traffic to their site, right? So it may just be, they want people to click over and look at their site, or, you know, maybe it is, they want to sell more of this brush or, you know, there are some different things, but in the end, we're all businesses, right? And so the goal is you want traffic to come to your stuff, whatever that is, and eventually buy and purchase from you, right? And so if you are, you know, creating these posts or these reels that don't even fit or align with what you're doing normally, it's not going to look authentic and it's not going to do any good to that brand at all. The, your audience is going to see right through it and then the brand's not going to get what they paid for and what they were looking for out of the collaboration or out of the partnership. So you do want to come up with unique and engaging content when you're reaching out to brands to work with them. Really, you want to take time, and this is what I coach people um, that have taken my course and inside my course to do. I I tell them exactly like what you should be doing. Like when you're reaching out to them, you really you don't want to just reach out to say, "Hey, do you want to work together?" L you know, let me know, email me back, Lindsay. You need to know the brand. You need to know what they're, you know, what are they doing this month or in the next month? It needs to look like you're paying attention to them and what their business is doing and what their company is doing. And um, and then, you know, brainstorm some ideas that you can send over their way. And, you know, you've got a new paintbrush coming out. Well, you know, I've got this project coming up or I would love to showcase it in this way. Um, 
So it's, you know, it, maybe it's a tutorial, maybe it's a before and after, maybe it's a, um, a reel or video content or, you know, just try to come up with some unique and engaging content um, that you can send over to the brand. But again, it should not look much different than what you're normally posting, um, you know, with as you have been building your strong online presence that I talked about before, right? So it needs to fit in with that when you are um, sending out your ideas or or what your what content you want to do for the brand. So I hope that was super helpful. Like I said, I dive deep into this inside my furniture flipping course. I created that course from start to finish. When I, people were asking me to create a course and I had not created one. And I, so I said to the team, I said, if I'm going to create this course, I want it to be where people aren't walking away and saying, okay, now, but what do I do? I've taken so many courses over the years where it's, it's like, okay, you told me how important this is, right? I need to be doing this, but then like, how do I do it now? What, what, what's my next step? And so inside my course, um, I wanted everything from start to finish, from how to pick up a piece and clean it to working with brands, um, shipping your pieces and how to do that, um, creating a, a, a brand for yourself, how to grow and use social media to make more money. Like I, I it's across the board. <laughs> I wanted it from start to finish, from beginning to end, because it's it's what I wish I would have had when I started this. Um, and I, I, because we can't get our time back. Right. And I wasted so much time just figuring this stuff out on, you know, on my own. And I just don't want anybody else to waste that time because we can't get that time back. So I put everything inside this course and, um, this working with brands, I'm telling you, if you are a furniture flipper or any, any other niche, that is just one way that your business can be catapulted into directions that you never even thought possible. I mean, my family went to New York City. We've gone on vacations. We've, I mean, like it's things that you wouldn't even think about right now as you're, you know, painting furniture in your garage. Um, I've been there. I know it, and and so that's why I'm super passionate about helping others in their furniture flipping journey um, with their businesses. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, well, I'll leave the link to the uh, course in the show notes, like I said. So make sure to check it out. It, it's, if you click that link, it'll just give you all the information about what's in the course and all of that. If you have any questions, anything about what I talked about today, anything about the course, um, email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. Reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays. I would love to answer all your questions, support your journey, and cheer you on um, as best I can. So until next time, I hope this was helpful. If you know any furniture flippers, uh, share this share this podcast with them. Um, I just, like I said, I want to get this information out to as many people as I can. Um, this podcast was just another outlet, another way to share information. Um, and so uh, please share this if you found it helpful or you know somebody that could use this information. Um, and I appreciate you. So until next time, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you very soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here and I look forward to our chat next week.
拜。